I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And today on Unclassical. No, not today. For all of time. <laughs> for all of time? We're not planning to change it, really. No. So, should we start again? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unclassical is a podcast where we shall be looking at classical novels. Basically, we'll be looking at uh, classical texts, which, you know, were written in a... Yonder past. Less progressive time. Mm-hmm. And calling out problematic behaviour. <laughs> Every problem in the world is a man's fault. I mean, I don't mean to generalise, but... Um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's no getting around this. It, it, was, it was their fault. <laughs> Just, women didn't cause everything. war. <laughs> yeah. Trump's not a woman. I was saying to um, my partner, my boyfriend the other day, that I swear the... Um, majority of murdered women are killed by their partners and um he turned it around he was like well maybe the majority of men are killed by their partners and i was like no, no <laughs> they're, they're killed not. by other men the thing is they say that the, the rate that people are murdered there's more men murdered by women but do you know who's murdering those men it's men and do you know who's murdering the women it's women it's men it's just men men suck <laughs> so if you've tuned into this now, and you're a man and feel slightly <laughs> attacked, it's probably not you. You're I mean, probably all right. There are other funny bits. I mean, there's a lot of language that we don't use nowadays, and it's kind of lols. <laughs> Something for everyone. <laughs> it might be a fart joke in there. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, it won't be as highbrow, I'm sure, as we're making it sound. Shall I tell you what we will be discussing today? Yes, please. ASMR. Love. Oh no, yeah, this bit. Oh, that's some post-its in there. Oh, lovely. Do that. Sexual. Mm. <laughs> so, Face if you batch. couldn't tell from that audio, like obviously you can tell what book that is. Yeah. So we don't need to say the, t- the title. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but for anyone who you know isn't as on book sounds as we are, <laughs> fools. Uh, we are good. swine. <laughs> we will be discussing Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Obviously. By Thomas Hardy. And uh, do you know much about Thomas Hardy? No, I do not. Please enlighten no, please me. Please enlighten you. I did write down some facts from a, oh, the Wikipedia. So, Tess of the D'Urbervilles, because I wanted to make sure it was like old and shit, I looked up when it was published. So. No, so just to make sure it was nice and not, it didn't come out in 2002. No, no, exactly. Um, it came out, uh, it was published in 1891. That's pretty dad. That must be as old as our dad. Oh my God, nearly, mate. Nearly. <laughs> not quite, he's pretty dad. I can't actually do maths, so I don't actually know how long ago it was. <laughs> oh, wait, what year did you say? 1891. What are we in now? I was born in 1991, so is it like a hundred years before I was born? Yeah, yeah. it's a hundred years before I was born. So yeah. I you got am... a lot faster than I was, just staring in the space like. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm 28 now, so isn't it 128 years? Something like that. Yeah, you got that. Oh, well done. Well done. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> so it was an episodic, which, as well, I think most people know. If they're not uncultured, uncultured <laughs> swang. Uh, that books at the time were sort of published in the newspaper, and it'd be like tuning into Love Island or something. Lovely bit, of, you know, gossip. Yeah, once a week or however much it was uh, printed. I don't think it was every every night at nine o'clock though. <sighs> you just couldn't get the stuff. You just could not get the papers. No, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so it was episodic, so uh, people would be tuning in to find out about uh, young Tess's woe, and uh, yes, yeah, so Thomas Hardy. He was an English poet and novelist, and uh, as you will probably see as we go into Tess of the D'Urbervilles, he liked his rural shit. 
So you I mean, love... who doesn't? Everyone likes a nice tree. That you just love a dog walk in the country. You do. I fucking do. <laughs> you fucking do. You get paid for it. <laughs> great old time. Yeah, I have a great old time. You look out of, over the strawy fields where they're making their bundles. Lovely. Ah, lush. Little bush thrush. That's, that's not a condition. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you hey, deal with when you're walking. I get Very caught itchy. short a lot. I have to wee in a lot of bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the delights that you could encounter if you went walking near Marsha. Oh my Her god. bum. How I have not been caught weeing yet in a bush. I actually don't know. Like... I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> Do we need to pause? No, it's not that bad. I'm sitting down. Well, if you hear any more liquid ace ASMR, you'll know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> anyway, so he uh, was a Victorian realist as well, which means he shows things how they uh, they really are. Shows them how they are. He's not done any fantasies. No Lewis Carroll. Is that his name? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> His Carol actor's Ogan, though, but problems about the good old Thomas Hardy. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so this bit is kind of lols when you start looking at the plot of Tess of the D'Urbervilles. So he married um, Emmett Gifford in 1874, and then he started, like, screwing around and sniffing around his secretary. And I swear I read two, like... Um, articles on this. One of them is kind of like, oh, he just kind of like lights over, didn't do anything until later. Another one's like, no, he had a full blown affair. And Props. I was like, okay, brilliant. As we know, it was a very respectful time for women back in this era. Yeah, exactly. And so his wife, to sort of deal with this, she also didn't approve of his work. She thought it um, opposed uh, her religious views. But um, she became a recluse and didn't see anyone. Cause, um, That's a healthy way to deal with your problems. Yeah, I know. But again, I suppose there weren't many other options back then. She needed a good night out with the girls where they're like, dump him. Yeah, I think not even the girls, just dump his ass. Dump his ass. But sometimes you need the girls to tell you. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, she died in 1912. And then he married the secretary, Florence Dugdale. (laughs) Um, A hot name. Yeah, two years after she died. And uh, do you want to know how much younger she was than him? How much? 39 years. Jesus Christ, what a pedo. (laughs) Also, it's a bit funny, don't they only live like 39 years old in the Victorian era? Hmm... My daddy said, <laughs> it's coincidentally your dad. <laughs> we have the same dad, idiot. <laughs> um, when you actually walk around graveyards from that era, a lot of them were making it to like their 70s. Yeah, but dad also, uh, oh, so God, a little bit of background. <laughs> Our dad used to have a fireplace business and he's convinced that you didn't, that they didn't send children up the um, chimneys in the Victorian era. He's convinced it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> if, Anyone ever listens to this shit and they actually know, send us a message. Please. Because well, the thing is that there's fucking proof. Like, there's so much stuff on the internet about they did send children up chimneys. And they're like, no, it's too small. It's only nine inches across. Well, firstly, children. And secondly, people were smaller back then. Yes. And it's not like they're well-fed children. They're not sending, I don't know, Georgie Porgy up there, are they? <laughs> Georgie Pudding and Pie went in the chimney and then... he di- And there he died. <laughs> To be fair, it does sound like a Victorian nursery <laughs> rhyme. They're pretty dark. Yeah, ring a ring of roses. Yeah. Um, anyway. Sucks a bit of on our dad, so I wouldn't take his words too clearly. <laughs> but then I've made a note of this. So he, his wife's dead now. And, um, well, his ex-wife. He's now married to Florence. But it seems wife number one, all she had to do to win back his attention was die. Because after her death, he found her notebook, uh, which was entitled, What I Think of My Husband. <laughs> <laughs> 
obviously it wasn't very flattering and um he spent the rest of his life really feeling really shit that he made her life so miserable well that's good yeah <laughs> it's like everyone sounds very healthy and balanced and great what a great therapist the book what do i think of my shitty husband <laughs> he's a twat <laughs> should we start writing one yeah <laughs> um Without further ado, let's get into the book. Tess of the Derber Vials. Derber Vials. So it starts with um, Tess's dad, who is called John Derby Field. We don't become a Derberville yet. And he's, um, I think he's drunk at the start of the book. Again, I read this a little while ago and have made notes. So if I paraphrase, I'll get things in the slight wrong order. Don't be mean to us. Fuck off. <laughs> Better things to do. I'm trying to be funny. So, yeah, it starts with Tess's um, dad. He's drunk. And this um, parson... Is a parson like a vicar? I think so. Brilliant. A parson, <laughs> like, um, walks by and... Um, I was at the start of a joke. Parson walks by. <laughs> walks past the Derbyfield. And it's basically like, oh, hi, John Derbyfield. Do you know that your name comes from Derberville? And they were, like, aristocrats, but, lol joke, they lost all their money and died generations ago or something, apart from over there in the next town I think there might be some more or something or another have a nice day yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> seems like some information he could have done with earlier on in his life or in hindsight when you read the book have done never have been told about maybe the parson's a sick freak yeah just... likes to watch from the distance as that shit goes down <laughs> watch the world burn <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah John Tess's dad sets about telling everyone that he's like a nobleman and um, does what any self-respecting Englishman does in this situation Goes to the pub, get pissed. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. You're like, well, I'm about to be a millionaire. I might as well spend my yeah. last two sickle. But he's not even about to be a millionaire. <laughs> well, I think so. His plan is so. Yeah, on the way to the pub, he bumps into Tess, who's at a May dance, but they call it club walking. Okay, so the forests have departed, but some old customs of their shades remain. Many, however, linger only in metamorphosed or disguised form. The May Day dance, for instance, was to be discerned on the afternoon under notice in the guise of the club revel or club walking, as it was called. So does that mean they were like, oh, we don't do the May dance anymore. We do club walking. But lol joke, it's the May dance. It makes me think of moonwalking. <laughs> I've just got the image of them all just like bumping around. Yeah. So anyway, the well, idea really cool. of the May dance essentially is from what I remember. Yeah, it's mainly young single. Oh wait. Uh, it seems to be a cross between tree spirits and oh, so it's a way for the young ladies to kind of like go out and connect with the tree spirits. But in reality, it's just so guys can kind of come and look at them dancing and be like, oh yeah, young fitties, nice. And we have our introduction to how men are shit. Yes, so um, it's mainly young single ladies, but I think it's meant to be all like um, virgins. But so they do the have... course. There were a few middle-aged and even elderly women in the train. Their silver, wiry hair and wrinkled faces scourged by time and trouble, having almost a grotesque, certainly a pathetic appearance in such a jaunty Thomas. situation how fucking harsh is Thomas, that that's well rude i bet you look like a pile of shit in the morning <laughs> yeah. Ooh. okay this is disgusting um but let the elder be passed over here for those under whose bodices the life throbbed quick and warm like are you a thomas you already know you're a pedo don't eat them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's so gross and then um 
The young girls formed indeed the majority of the band and their heads of luxuriant hair reflected in the sunshine every tone of gold and black and brown. Some had beautiful eyes, others a beautiful nose, others a beautiful mouth and figure. Few, if any, had all. All right, fucking harsh. All right. I mean, it's not be funny, Thomas. How old are you and what exactly are you doing to contribute to beauty in society? And also, does it fucking matter? Like, just looking at them like cattle, like, she's got a nice nose, she's got a nice mouth. What a shame, I can't put them together. Like... They're people. Piss off. Um, Fuck off, Thomas. We hate you. A difficulty of arranging their lips in this crude exposure to public scrutiny. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> also, let's remember, these men are probably drunk, so this is being said out loud. <laughs> as they're down, like, I'm just going, fuck ugly face. Yeah, fucking but ugly face. nice tits, though. Like, also, no wonder they look weird. They're saying they can't arrange their lips because of their being like crudely exposed to like, public scrutiny, so basically they look a bit awkward. Yes, yes, I'm sure I'm you surprised. would too. They're probably being groped, let's be honest, time <gasps> period. An inability to balance their heads and to disassociate self-consciousness from their features. Yeah, they're just like, oh, you look well self-conscious, babe. Like, like well, yeah, you just you, call me fat. It's like the creepy guy in like, the office, like, you just gotta loosen up, baby. Literally, and gives you an unasked like, shoulder fuck up. fuck off. Uh... Uh, yeah, so they looked self-conscious and it was apparent in them and showed that they were genuine country girls, unaccustomed to many eyes. Look, can you stop just leering and being fucking yeah. gross? It's not that... This is victim blaming, like, well, she looked grumpy when I was gross to her. Like, that's your problem, not hers. Don't be gross to her and leave her alone. This is um, talking about Tess's description. So, phases of her childhood lurked in her aspect still. As she walked Gross. along today for all her bouncing, handsome womanliness, you could no. sometimes see her twelfth year in her cheeks or her ninth sparkling from her eyes. And even her fifth would flit over the curves of her mouth now and then. Ew. I told you he's a pedo. That's so he gross. He might 40 years younger than him. He's a pedophile. That's so gross. Just like Imagine being like, oh, that person's hot. Mm, they look five when they smile. Yeah, exactly. But I can still see the child in them. Uh, for no. all her bouncing, handsome womanliness. So she's Jubbly got sheds on her, but she's still a child and I like it. I like a girl with big boobs, but, you know, is, hasn't gone through puberty anywhere <laughs> else. Fully, yeah. I forget how old she is. I want to say like 15, but I might be wrong. Um, That's quite young to have big boobs. I, I had a handsome pair. <laughs> <laughs> what have I written here? Okay, so there's a dance. And then this is where we first meet Angel Claire. Are you, well, I will say for the audience who may not be familiar with the book... This is, in a very reductive sense, a love story. Very reductive. It's like when um, on Netflix there's a um, TV series called You about like uh, a stalker, yeah. and they put that in the romantic section on Netflix. So me saying it's a, a love story is a bit like that. <laughs> um, but Angel Claire is kind of the uh, lo main love interest in it. Let's say so. This is where we first meet him. So yeah, uh, they're all at the dance, shaking their thighing, and then these three posh fuckboys walk in, Angel Claire amongst them and his two brothers. And uh, like the original fuckboy he is, we are introduced to his character with this request. Oh, I'm intrigued. How did we get to introduce to his, to his personality rather than his appearance like we were with that for Tess? I was doing a description of his, how he looks. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Because we know nothing about Tess, Tess's personality. Except her big jubbly personalities. <laughs> okay. The appearance of the third and youngest would hardly have been sufficient to characterise him. There was an uns 
uncribbed, uncabined aspect in his eyes and attire, implying that he had hardly as yet found the entrance to his professional groove. Yeah, you do get a lot more. Like, a look into, like, yeah, his life. place in the world and everything. Yeah, other than, she had big chebs but a childish face. <laughs> that he was a desultory, tentative student of something, and everything might only have been predicted of him. Huh? Oh, that everyone's like, oh, oh my god, what a fuckboy. Like, you think you know me, but I'm actually well deep. I'm so deep. You know, one time I saw a bird and I liked it. I liked it. This is actually very accurate for Angel's <laughs> character. <laughs> so, Angel says, um, so his brother's like, what are you going to do, Angel? And he says, I'm inclined to go down and have a fling with them. Why not all of us? Just for a minute or two. It will not detain us long. I was just a fuckboy. Like, let's just go down and get involved with all the girls. Like, and then just piss off again. Like, fuckboy. Fuckboy. At the moment, it is just like women there. They're like talking about like how the girls are perceived later when all like the men come out like gross. Um, So he goes down uh, because this bit is also meant to be just like the girls together. And he goes and gets involved, like not paying any attention to like what the situation is. They don't want to be touched by you, Angel. You're no angel. (laughs) Yeah, no angel, mate. So he essentially um, is like, oh, yeah, let's have a dance. And they're like, oh, pick one of us. And um, he spots Tess. um, Oh, no, he picks another girl to dance with. <laughs> Sorry, I just read my next note. Um, but he doesn't see Tess when he picks this girl. And then after he's had that dance, he goes to leave and he spots Tess. Um, and he's sad he didn't see her before, owing to her backwardness. And I do, I do think it's, it's meant as though she had her back turned to him. But lol. Yeah, she's just there doing all the wrong steps, to be fair, us. It's like, and put your right foot forward, put your left foot in. In, out, oh, in, out. Oh. She's just dancing off in the corner, hugging a tree like me. Yeah, tree spirit. Yay. Tess is having a great time. So anyway, he's danced with this other girl and gone to catch up with his brothers. Um, so her mother has gone to the pub after her father and now they're both drunk. Um, So now, yeah, her father and mother are discussing what they want to do uh, with this whole D'Urberville situation. And, um, oh yeah, and her brother's gone down to the pub to see what's going on. He's well keen um, with their plan. So basically what they want to do, okay, so basically they've established in the next town, there is a family who are still called D'Urbervilles. What they want to do is send Tess over there, essentially pimp her out, and get her oh. to be like, oh, hi, we're family. Lol joke, pay up. Lol joke, pay up. <laughs> pay up, pay up. And if you've got anyone, you know, who wants marrying, lol joke. Lol joke, here I am with my big childish chips. <laughs> yeah, exactly, let's get involved. And her brother's, like, gone to the pub, and he's like, sounds like a solid plan, mum and dad. <laughs> So everyone has agreed to pimp Tess out except Tess. Yeah, Tess doesn't even know. Okay. Tess. So yeah, so yes, and we'll all claim kin, said Abraham, brightly from under the bedstead. I think he's having a lie down somewhere in the pub. <laughs> and we'll all go and see her when Tess has gone to live with her and we'll ride in her coach and we'll wear black clothes. You can be a goth any time. Oh, Abraham, I think, is her brother. Either way. Um, and wear black clothes. Like, you can be a goth any time, Yeah, kid. it's fine. Don't worry. Um, it's not a phase, mom. It's who I am. <laughs> And then I think this is the mum talking. Like, how do you come here, child? What nonsense be ye talking? Go away and play on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> stairs are really fun in the Victorian era. I don't know if you know. Isn't that just like, go and play with fire? Like, go and die? <laughs> go and die. Like... <laughs> to be fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> be gone, child of mine. Go and die. Go play and die. Yeah. 
Um, so then her mother like, well, Tess ought to go to this other member of our family. She'd be sure to win the lady. Tess would, and likely enough, would lead to some noble gentleman marrying her. In short, I know it. This is the mum. So like, again, cheers. Would we like to? Um, would we like to maybe Tess? ask her? Yeah, and then um, oh, I think her dad uh, is kind of like, I'm not sure this is going to work because Tess is queer. I'm like, oh, well, fair enough. Well, she likes boobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's her decision. That was her thing. You know, her so life. now, okay, I'm going to do some summaries now. They come Good home, snap. yeah, slam the book down. They come home from the pub. Uh, they must tell Tess the plan and she's not overly keen. She's like, there are other ways for us to have money, blah, 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 blah. Because she wants boobs. Yeah, and she's queer at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, like, she just doesn't choose to identify. And so when they're like, oh, go marry this noble man, she's like, back off a bit, mum. Yeah, like, like, I've got my own stuff going on. Yeah, like, I just off. like to hug the trees. Yeah, the trees. Well, she kind of cocks up now. Anyway, um, so basically... Uh, they have a horse, their family, which they do, like, uh, deliveries on. And um, her dad has a delivery to do. I think that night. But he's gotten so happy that he's a Durbaville. He's just basically been drinking all night. So he's too drunk to make the delivery. Brilliant, great. So um, Tess is like, oh, I'll do it. But can I take... the only responsible one of the family. Yeah, literally. She was like, I'll do it. But can I take Abraham with me, my little brother, to keep me awake? And they're like, yeah, sure, go do it. So she takes the horse and uh, tells Abraham to go to sleep. I think they deliver the stuff. Um, but then they're on their way back, maybe? I can't remember. Anyway, um, she falls asleep and the uh, lantern candle thing on the thing goes out and another horse like runs into them and it ends up killing their horse. Yeah. I mean, mostly the dad's fault, wasn't it? I mean, job. she was the only one like, volunteering to go out to yeah. it. Um, yeah, so she only killed the dog. Because- the dog? Even worse. It's not worse, but same. <laughs> So, yeah, she only killed the horse because her dad was too pissed to make the needed delivery. Um, But anyway, she's kind of like, oh, that was our only means of income. I have kind of fucked us. So, sure, I will go and meet the Durbervilles because um, our demise is my fault. Again, problematic. It's not really her fault, but she's just taking one for the team, as Tess always seems to fucking do. And as authors tend to do in this sort of situation. I know. Covering up the men's problems and bullshit. It was so the dad's fault. So the dad's also, why is it her responsibility? Why couldn't Abraham have stayed awake? Yeah, exactly. Like, she was out dancing all day. He had he was in bed. Yes, he was. And then he went to go play on the stairs. He's had a chilled day. I presume maybe I was wrong. Maybe that was a conversation they had at home after the pub. But anyway. Get out of bed and play on the stairs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she goes to meet the Durbervilles. And when she gets there, she meets Alec Durbaville. And he's gross. Um, and, um, okay, I'm going to point this out now. Because, yeah, I think it, no, it is um, said, it's said in the book now that this is the situation, but in TV adata- adaptations, they usually wait to reveal this little uh, plot twist. So, um, Alec Durbeville is from like New Money, and his family name is Stoke. He's not actually a Durbeville, so they're not actually related. There is no kinship there, but Fit Tess comes up with her child boobs, and um, he's like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll be a Durbeville, but whatever the hell you want, honey. Whatever the hell you want, baby. So um, he's so gross. Where do they get the name Durbeville from? They were like, this is Oh, great. because it's like, um, so basically the Durbevilles have died out, but mm. they're like one of the oldest like um, aristocracy lines in the UK. So they were like, oh, we're new money, but we want to have the respect of like old like aristocracy and stuff. Oh, Durbevilles so are all it. dead. We're rich. I takes it. That's okay. fair. You can't just take now whatever name you want, can't you? You could be Katie Windsor if you wanted I was to. About to say Windsor. Yeah, if you wanted. Well, the possibilities. 
are all Windsors in the royal family? They or, can't be. Or is Windsor like a fairly common, not common, but are there other Windsors? There must be, because it's not like it's the most ob- ob- obscure name. I don't know. I've never met someone whose surname is Windsor. Oh, let's go on Facebook. Let's go on Facebook. <laughs> Should we maybe do this after the podcast or are we just going to edit it? Well, they might out? be intrigued now. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. anyone listening, go on your Facebook. <laughs> do you know yeah. anyone called Windsor? Anyone whose surname is Windsor, Barbara Windsor. Of course. But yeah. Then that could just. But then again, stage name could be. Yeah. But also, what if I have to, to pick that as your stage <laughs> name? Like, no offense, Barbara, but <laughs> you ain't all that. <laughs> Only joking. We love you. R.I.P. Peggy. R.I.P. I presume Peggy's is dead. She dead. Peggy's dead for definite. But is Barbara Windsor dead? No, I don't think Barbara Windsor is dead. Okay. I don't think so. Anyway. Oh, you've got Robin Windsor Lee. Sorry for saying your name on the internet. <laughs> Don't troll him. He has nothing to do with this. <laughs> William Win. Oh no. Oh, Bouncer. Have I just found the actual Prince William on Facebook? They're not allowed social media, so it'll be like either fake or a fan account. Bouncer, shall I add him? <laughs> Why not? Phantom sending a request. <laughs> also, is it they're not allowed um, social media? Or again, problematic, just the women. I think all of the royal family isn't allowed social oh. media. Can you imagine old party Harry on Insta? That'd be amazing. I want the queen on Insta, just like a series of all her rainbow outfits. <laughs> oh, true. I'm imagining old party Harry on Insta stories. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, they need Instagram. That's so old fashioned. Well, this is what we said, like um, loads of people being like when Meghan Markle married Harry mm. and they were like, oh my God, imagine like marrying a prince. How BG. Sorry, that means brilliant, great. Um, how BG. You're yeah. going to have to get on board with the abbreviations. Also, LF is literally fine. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, I'm marrying a prince, BG. Um, but she can't have a career. And she had a career. She was an actress. Yeah. What a fun career to give up. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, and you have to give up all your social media and stuff as well. And also, like, your like, public appearances. And you have to dress a certain way and talk a certain also, way. Also, like, they're so old-fashioned with the way they dress. Like... Also... You can never get your chebs out. What do you want to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just, you know dare to show a bit of shoulder it's hot outside it's hot and also she can't vote can she what the royal family isn't allowed to be politically involved that's bullshit so i don't know how far those degrees of restrictiveness go but i I know like the queen obviously can't vote i presume the immediate family can't vote either that's mental yeah i wouldn't marry prince sounds well shit no exactly and every part of your life is scrutinized you remember there was that picture of kate like years ago and she was clearly like telling off one of her kids because he was being a shit and i was like oh she's clearly a terrible mother it's like well no clearly he was being a shit and she was like stop it you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't yeah, in the public eye literally like she gets so much like they always get so much scrutiny and it's like they're just people i know that goes for like anyone in the public eye though doesn't yeah. it yeah people thinking they have a right yeah and there was all that stuff about like um kate that someone like had a go at her because she was topless sunbathing in her garden it's like in her garden is the yeah. not the creeper photographing her in her fucking garden naked yes and it's like oh she's such a slut being naked in her own garden what a whore like no there's a creepy pervert spying yes. on her that's the problem that's the problem here why are she's we pres- prosecuting this person literally what a fucking creep he probably got paid a bare dollar for that probably that's disgusting disgusting disgusting, disgusting. Anyway, men back to the Durbervilles so I haven't made a note of it but I swear there's a description of like how Alec Durbervilles looks and it's like he's got big fleshy flat lips and oh, Claire, come in the night and, kiss. and there was a TV adaptation I think it might have been done 
done by ITV and the actor is very like that. And I was like, my God, that's some good like um, casting. He right just there. walks in like, hello, I'm here to audition for Alec. Like, he got the part. So. He got the, the biggest lips ever. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> wow. Splendid. <laughs> splendid. Splendid. So he's like giving her a tour of like the area. I think he says that he she can't meet his mum, that she's not there. Um, and he force feeds her strawberries, essentially. <laughs> Don't rape her mouth with strawberries. I think he's like, oh, do you want to try one of my strawberries? Are the best. And she's like, no, thank you, I'm good. And he's like, try a strawberry. And he like picks it, like puts it in her mouth, and she's like, oh, well, I'll eat it so I don't die. Oh, sorry, I, I had something popped up on the computer and I thought I'd stop recording. But we're still going. We're still going. <laughs> you may wish we were. Also, would. Alec, no means no. Leave the oh girl alone. Well, Alec has a problem with the term no, as we well, will find yeah, out. Yeah, anyone who's seen a TV adoption. Mm-hmm. So, um, what? Uh, he calls her a crummy girl. I don't know <laughs> in what context, though. <laughs> you're, you're a crummy girl. You're a crummy. You're crummy. Oh, great it's after she's gone. So, um, yeah, so she he puts, like, loads of roses in her hat and everything and just, like, ladens her with, like, strawberries and stuff and, like, sends her off. And he goes, well, I'm damned. What a funny thing. Ha, ha, ha. And what a crummy girl. I assume crummy's meant to be it's a actually, compliment. It's actually explained what crummy means at the back. Amazing. Uh, fine or desirable. Well, that Where? changed meaning, didn't it? It did a little bit. I'm going to still go home and say to James and my partner and just be like, you're a crummy fellow. A crummy man. Like, what did I do? You're so crummy. Now that it's like, that's rather, well, it's very posh, but to be like... Oh, crumb. Or like, oh, crumbs. Or, that's a bit crummy of you, like a bit shit. Yeah. Like, anyway. Boston <laughs> translation. So, um, he gets his mum to employ Tess um, to basically come in and feed her birds. And he's just like, oh, yeah, it's like an easy, menial job. And it means she'll be there for me to, like, sexually assault. Brilliant. Um, stare at her big child chubs. the job actually requires some skill that are, like, picking up the birds, looking after the birds, knowing stuff about birds, the different types of birds. And Does Tess kill a bird? <laughs> but Tess doesn't have this skill. And so the other um, servants who were doing it before, now they're like, get out of the way. This is Tess's job. It really pisses them all off because they have to like come in and teach her what to do and so everyone hates Tess um poor Tess her mum's like sent her off obviously to go work there um and like oh yeah so she sends Tess off and then after Tess has already left and Tess wasn't like too like thrilled because like she's got creep vibes from Alex uh Alex sorry um uh, her mum's like oh no I probably should have like checked that this Alec had like good intentions because like he employed her and was like so super keen but lol joke it's okay if he rapes her she can just use that to her advantage and marry him because she's fit like her ma <laughs> that's essentially paraphrasing so basically girls if you get raped brilliant great because then you can just marry a rich boy exactly. uh, but just make sure you get raped for a rich boy her trump card alright and if you don't marry her a four he will after uh, what's her trump card? Her D'Urberville blood, you mean? That's her dad talking. No, stupid. Her face, as t'was mine. So her face that looks like a child that we established looked like, at best, a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you... Well, let's just bet her old piece of pedo. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, okay, so yeah, she's... Uh, 
I think he's hoodwinked her a little bit here. I think he said there'll be like another carriage or something, or there is like a carriage going by that she would have gotten on to go there uh, for when she starts work. But he comes by on his like horse and little buggy and is like, oh, I'll take you there in this. And she's a bit like, oh, fucking hell, I'm going to be like sitting all like close to him in the buggy. I don't really want to do that. So she's like, it's fine. No, no, it's cool. I like make my own way. And he's like, don't be dumb, essentially. Um, so Let her do what she wants. Again. Means fucking no. God damn it! Alec. Um. So anyway, um. He they're going along in the buggy, and he basically starts driving like a crazy person, and like because that's how to get a girl to like you yeah. drive like a t- like oh, a twat. Wait. So he's driving crazy fast, and she's like, "Can you slow down?" And um, he's like, "Um, I will if you kiss me." What the <laughs> fuck? Like just coercing her into a kiss. Literally. Um. And then, Convin- uh, like, no does not mean convince me. Yeah, and so um, she uh, goes to um, kiss his cheek so that he'll chill. Um, I think he tries to turn his head at this point and tries to get her on the lips. Ew, like, uh, so gross. Anyway, she um, manages to basically um, flick her hat off because it's going so fast so the hat blows off. And she's like, oh, my hat, please um, let's stop and get it. And so she gets off the buggy and then she's like, I'll walk. I'm fine. I will get there on my own. To which he's like, then D'Urberville cursed and swore at her and called her everything he could think of for the trick. Turning the horse suddenly, he tried to drive back upon her and so hem her in between the gig and the hedge. But he could not do this short of injuring her. So he tries to basically fucking kill her. Girl, so this is the thing, like, men are afraid women will reject them. Women are afraid men will fucking kill them. (laughs) Exactly. Like, this is she said you can't kill her because she's not into you this is so stupid and it's wrong so i think she does walk um oh he said walk or fucking run yeah yeah exactly oh oh poor tess she goes um you ought to be ashamed of yourself for using such wicked words cried tess with spirit from top of the hedge into which she had scrambled so she's climbed into the hedge to get away from him i don't like e at all i hate and detest you i'll go back to mother i will um and then he's like, oh, I like you all the better. Oh, he's so gross. You're so hot when you're angry. Yeah. Come, let there be peace. I'll never do it. I'll never do it any more against your will. My life upon it now. Because everyone knows that when they show violence to you, but then swear they'll change, <laughs> it means they'll change. Oh, my God. He's so gross. So I mean, gr- kill him. Done with him. I feel I should point out he's not meant to be presented as a nice character. <laughs> um, he's hot. So basically she decides that she will go to the D'Urbervilles to work because then like this is kind of like the only way she can save her family now because she's getting a salary and obviously making the connections but I think she walks there yeah she walks there and he rides alongside for a little bit and then pisses off so um so didn't really care to even like keep her safe by watching over her I was like yeah I can walk by myself you're gonna be fucking slow exactly uh yeah so how could she face her parents uh get back her box and disconcert the whole scheme for the rehabilitation of her family on such sentimental grounds such sentimental grounds babe if you come home like look mate I, look mum and dad i couldn't take a job with him he tried to kill me so i'm be, sure they'll understand he, he sexually assaulted me and tried to kill me but we have heard her mum's views on this like well let him rape you and then you can marry him duh because that's exactly what you want in a husband test yes and that's exactly what you, hear when you, who you want to hear from your fucking mother fucking hell jesus christ there's a note to all mums out there don't tell your daughters to get raped <laughs> no anyway so yeah she goes to work with the birds the um 
other servants hate her and then um oh alex also alec um it keeps like hiding behind curtains and stuff like jumping out at her and she's like can you fuck off i'm here to work <laughs> like you're the worst and he's like sorry Tess. no i do <laughs> i broke your heart can i squeeze your chip <laughs> yeah exactly Give my squeeze. but i haven't again made a note to this but um yeah i think he's all he also is quite quick to anger like um Oh, it's just the worst. Literally, if she married him, like, oh, do you want to have some fun tonight? No, I'm not in the mood. You fucking bitch! <laughs> yeah. He's no, a real catch. Didn't mean it. Uh, and then, yeah, beats her about next day, like, no, I love you. No, yeah. it looks good. <sighs> this is... Anyway. Yeah, it's just them being gross. I think he's a real catch. I think he's nice. Personally, I'm turned on. <laughs> anyway, so this is kind of like, if you know anything about Tessa the Durbervilles, this is kind of the, uh, the downfall bit. So there's a work party, and, um... So she basically, I swear it's a right palaver for her to get to the work party. Like everyone goes without her earlier during the day, but she's got loads of work to do. Um, So she ends up going late, but then, um, so she's really, really tired because she's been working all day, but she doesn't want to walk home alone because it's quite far. Also in books like this, obviously like before Uber and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Where the fuck is the Uber? Where is it? But they're all like, um, oh yeah, so I walked to the party like five miles down the road. You're like, that is a sizable walk that is a very yeah sizable walk that is a long three way three miles in my head but yeah they're all just like yeah so um i was like a three mile walk home so i thought i should wait for the others like yes jesus christ that is a fucking mammoth walk. yeah anyway so all the um other servants are at the party they're all dancing and everything and tess is like knackered there also oh, i think part of the other reason she went to the party was because alec was sniffing about kind of like oh if you're not going to the party maybe we no nope, i'm going to the party <laughs> so she um, just wants to get away from fucking alec yeah so basically she's there but no one wants to leave yet so she's waiting for everyone else to walk home with her obviously all the servants have noticed that alec is uh very keen on her and they think that she thinks she's better than everyone else so they're all walking back like way later um and uh, the basically one of the servants um she bought some treacle during the day and she's carrying it on top of her head and it starts trickling down her neck and everyone like starts laughing because she starts rolling around in the field to try and get off her neck i mean it, it wasn't the most logical solution <laughs> um but i think she is pissed anyway everyone's laughing including tess and this servant loses her shit at tess i've made a note of page 59 um yeah, so she loses um, her shit at Tess, and Tess is like, yeah, I did laugh, but everyone else was laughing too. And, um, oh, this um, s- servant says, how dare thee laugh at me, hussy? <laughs> um, and then, this is really hard to read, because it's all, like, written, like, as though it's spoken in an accent like that. So, ah, thirst think the beast everyone doesn't, because the beast for first favourite with he just now. If you understood what that meant, May I? I can read. I understand through reading it, but pu- through pure delivery. I just think the beast, everybody, just because the beast first favorite with he just now. So they're calling Tessa beast. No, I think it's like you're the best of everybody. Oh, the beast of everybody. Yeah. It doesn't because the beast, f- and then you know you're Alex's favorite. Alec is favorite. But stop a bit, my lady. Stop a bit. I'm as good as two of such. So I'm as good as two of you. Look here, ear at. D- Here's Atty. Here's ha- she Hattie. Here's Atty. Here's Atty. <laughs> so basically, um, I think she basically challenges her to a fight, and Tess Bantle. is like, um, "Oh yeah." She closed her fists and squared up at Tess 
Indeed, then I... Soccer sh- one? She called you a whore. Yeah. Soccer one? <laughs> fucking knock the bitch out. <laughs> Take her down. She's drunk. You got it, mate. Ooh. Ooh. Tess has got... Tess fights with her words. So when the oh, lady Tess, squares... you are amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, when oh. the lady squares up to her, she says, Indeed, then, I shall not fight said the latter majestically and if i had known you was of that sort i wouldn't have so let myself down as to come with such a horridge as is this i mean burn <laughs> but let's not come resort to calling fellow women slats. i know let's support each other yeah um so basically uh they're all having a bit of an argument um oh and i think when tess says that everyone else is like horridge are we <laughs> <laughs> like, we squared a fucking goal, like. The other lady called Tessa Hussey. Everyone's angry. Oh, yeah, everyone chimes in now. Um, ye- Tess, um, unfairly browbeaten, the husbands and lovers tried to make peace by defending her, but the result of that attempt was directly to increase war. Like, you're taking her side. <laughs> oh, shit going oh. down. Tess was indignant and ashamed. She no longer minded the loneliness of the way and the lateness of the hour. Her one object was to get away from the whole crew as soon oh as possible. Dear. She knew well enough that the better among them would, re- would repent of their passion the next day. They were all now inside the field and she was edging back to rush off alone when a horseman emerged... <sighs> okay, so she's scared. She's like peeling away from the crowd and Alec has been standing back fucking watching this. They will now. He is an actual definition of a predator. He's this so is gross. this is what lions do. They watch like gazelles, and then one gets away, and they pounce. Predator rapist. Spoiler. He's so gross. <laughs> Sorry. You saw where it was going. Lads. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> um, they were now all inside the field, and she was edging back to rush off alone when a horseman emerged, almost silently, creepy, Creeper. from the corner of the hedge that screened the road. And Alec Durbeville looked around upon them. Okay, so the group's still there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is just Alec being such an elitist twat. What the devil is all this row about, work folk? <laughs> you are my servants. <laughs> Act with some order. <laughs> like I pay you to be do my bidding. Yes. And um, so Tess was a, was standing apart from the rest near the gate. He bent over towards her. Jump up behind me. Oh no, he whispered. Jump up behind me. <laughs> Not creepy, creepy at all. Sorry, this next line's hilarious. And we'll get shot of the screaming cats in a jiffy. <laughs> ready to faint so vivid was her sense of the crisis at almost any other moment of her life she would have refused such a proffered aid and company <laughs> yes in a jiffy his cats in a jiffy <laughs> screaming his poshness <laughs> um, as she had refused him several times before and now the loneliness would not of itself have forced her to do otherwise um, so basically um, she's like oh I'm going to be all on my own and also I think she does kind of want to like get on like the horse in front of all the others like yeah i'm his fucking favorite fuck the lot of you yeah so, um so anyway like she goes sorry what um she gets him up on him and they ride off he... up on the horse to be clear yeah i'll <laughs> just up on alec i don't even know who's saying this there's a line here that goes ho 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 laughed dark car is he a car now <laughs> he turned into a big crow Ca-ca! um I don't fucking know. I assume I've got the image of the horse rearing up and Alex is going, ho, 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 dark car. Oh, no, this is someone in the servants' party, I think. Oh, yeah, no. so he goes, or she goes, oh, car's mother, 
he, well, it's pronounced hue, 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 but I think it's meant to be he, 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 laughed dark Car's mother, stroking her, her moustache as she explained oh. laconically, out of the frying pan into the fire. Okay, let's just remember, you have to support your fellow women, even if you don't like a bitch, and you see her getting on, getting in a car with a guy who you know is going to yes. rape her, you just go, look, mate, no. No, there's such Whatever cuts. the disagreement, you don't let girl gets, girls get, or anyone get raped. So now they're going along on the horse. Uh, Alex, Alec goes, you know, I'm going to call you Alex. You don't deserve to have your problem. <laughs> no, you're too shit. Uh, Alec goes, Tess, why do you always dislike my kissing you? Because no means no. Because I'm not into you, Alec. Leave me alone. Oh my God. And Tess says, I suppose because I don't love you. And Alec goes, you are quite sure. <laughs> yes, mate. Yes. Oh, um, uh, I half feared as much. Nevertheless, Alec did not object to the confession. He knew that anything was better than frigidity. Oh, as long as... I thought you were frigid, mate. Oh, if you don't love me, that's okay. I'll still rape you. Yeah, I'll still rape you. Like, Jesus. That's all right. I thought you were frigid. Like, oh, it's okay. You just don't fancy me. I mean, there's always rape. There's always rape. I don't know. At least I've got that. At the end of the the day, there's always rape. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so... He does this on purpose. He like rides around for ages in the dark and um, until so he can keep her on the horse longer and basically wear her down. He does it for so long that he does actually get lost. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fucking men. Um, so yeah, he basically is just blindly riding and gets them lost. Um, this is this is why men suck. Oh my god! And then like so. Uh, Oh, and then, oh my God, he starts like touching her when she's on the horse and she's like, can you stop it? And he's like, that is devilish devilish unkind, he said. I mean no harm, only to keep you from falling. No, you can't. You're not holding me on by holding my vagina. (laughs) You're trying to hold me on, hold my fucking like, I don't know, my shoulder. I think he's like grabbing a waist. I don't. I can't bother to read that. But he's being gross. Anyway, so she's like really tired now. And um, he's like, oh, by the way, Tess, your father, he has a new cob today. I think everyone knows, but just to clarify, a cob is a horse. Um, yeah, so he's like, brought your dad a horse. Aren't I lovely? And the children, they have some toys. And um, Doesn't mean you can rape her. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you ever sent them anything. I almost wish you hadn't. Yes, I almost wish it. And he's like, why, dear? It hampers me so because you're manipulating me into sleeping Literally, with you. you're the worst. And then he goes, oh, Tessie. Don't Tessie. you love me? Don't you love me ever so little now? No. Such manipulation. Doesn't give a, give, give a fuck what you give my family. You're still gross and raping. Yeah, and she's like, I'm grateful. She reluctantly admitted, but I fear I do not. Like, yes, just because he bought your family shit doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean you owe him. So now um, he's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, I think he. Sorry. The possessed pigeon outside that sounded terrifying <laughs> i was getting angry about alec as well oh yeah come in and see your bit pigeon yeah. so um basically uh he walks off to go get the lay of the land but he like tucks her up under a tree because like she's proper tired now like the book's kind of like been like laboring about how little sleep and how much walking she's done for like ever um and so he goes off to like uh figure out where they are and oh i'm wondering whether i should just read this bit out um so basically he comes back and uh, she's uh, asleep. And I was, gonna, yeah, I've made a note saying for Thomas Hardy being a realist, he pretty much skirts around this subject. So, right, this is where uh, he comes back. Uh, Roaming up and down. Oh yeah, he can't actually find where he left her. So she could have died Good in the woods. fucking job, Alex. He can't find his 
way home and then he puts Tess down to have a nap while he finds out where he is and he loses Tess. Here's the... Just the, the worst. He's the worst. It pissed me of a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. So, roaming up and down, round and round, he at length heard a slight movement of the horse close at hand. Oh my God, he's left her with the horse as well. It's not a small thing to find. <laughs> and the fuck did I leave my horse? <laughs> and the lady I wanted to reap. Where did I leave them? And well, if only you'd been stupid enough to not find them. Poor and, Tess. Oh my God, he's proper like... And the sleeve of his overcoat, which Tess is wrapped in, unexpectedly caught his foot. So he nearly falls over. He just kicks her in the head. <laughs> Such a dick. Tess said d'Urberville. There was no answer. The obscurity was now so great that he could see absolutely nothing but a pale nebulous at his feet, Ew. which represented the white muslin figure he had left upon the dead leaves. Leave her alone! Oh, everything else was blackness alike. D'Urberville stooped and heard a gentle, regular breathing. He knelt and bent lower till her breath warmed his face. Fucking, she's sleeping, don't lean over her. I hope she has a nightmare on headbutts and yeah. breaks his nose. <laughs> till her breath, yeah, warmed his face. And in a moment, his cheek was in contact with hers. Dude, don't and touch her. Leave her alone. Like, she's asleep. She was sleeping soundly. People who are asleep cannot give consent. She's and also, they don't want to have sex. They want to enjoy their fucking sleep. Yes. She was sleeping soundly, and upon her eyelashes, there lingered tears, because you've been so gross and made her feel so shit right, with you buying stuff yeah. for her family. And touching her up inappropriately. Yes. Leave her alone. She just wants to have a sleep. <laughs> Darkness and silence ruled everywhere around. Above them rose the primeval ewes of the oak of the chase, in which there poised gentle roosting birds in their last nap. Yada, yada, yada. Let's peck his eyes out. Uh, yep. Some might say, where was Tess's guardian angel? Yeah. Where was providence of her simple faith? So basically, you've got no faith in God. He's not going to save you from being raped. But also, like, where's Tess's, where's Tess's protection and all of that? Well, forget all that. How about you just don't fucking rape her, you freak? Exactly. Like, I don't know where, like, this fabled, like, non-existent protector is, but we do know where the rapist is. Shall we stop him? Yeah. (laughs) Literally, like, let's not blame Tess for not having a guardian angel. Let's blame the rapist for being a rapist. At the end of the day, Tess, there was no guardian angel. To stop me. Fair game. And we all know what I'm like. (laughs) We all know what I'm like. Boys, little boys. Oh, basically where was God in this situation? Perhaps he was talking or he was pursuing or he was in a journey or he was sleeping and not to be awake. Like, God, I'm busy, man. You deal with rape also, on your own. so fucking, like, um, passing the blame. Like, oh, God wasn't here to stop me. So I guess I'll just get on with <laughs> I'll it. just crack on, mate. Um, why it was that upon this beautiful feminine tissue, sensitive as gossamer and practically blank as snow as yet, there should have been traced such coarse pattern as it was doomed to receive doomed to receive that means like it's almost like destiny like, leave women alone why so often the course appropriate the finer thus the wrong man the woman the wrong woman the man why the wrong woman the man like yeah she didn't do anything she didn't do anything many thousand years of analytical philosophy have failed to explain to our sense of order it's pretty basic like fucking right people and he's like Men talking about it in like such like a removed way just like oh life the universe, the coarseness universe. of pattern. Basically, he's shoving his penis in her. Literally, like, it's not that complicated. And he's a rapist. Mm, one may indeed admit the possibility of a retribution lurking in the present cat- uh, catastrophe. Doubtless, some of Tess's D'Urberville's mailed ancestors, rollicking home from a fray, had dealt the same measure, even more ruthlessly, towards peasant girls of their time. 
So it's like going, at the end of the day, someone in Tess's family probably raped someone. So what so, goes around comes also, around. So, you know, might as well pass to her a woman. She should get raped too because one of her ancestors, a man, raped someone else. Yeah, what goes around What's comes around. What's her fucking fault, I is know, it? she didn't rape anyone. Literally. But though to visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, yeah, that logic, may be a morality good enough for divinities. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> it is scorned by average human nature. Oh, we're just average, Katie. We're just average because we're decent people. <laughs> yeah, and it therefore does not mend the matter. No, it doesn't mend the does, matter. What's wrong? Just, just don't rape people. It's really not hard. It's so apathetic. It's like um, men are trash and will rape. What can you do? Boys will be boys. Uh, if, if raping was good enough for me, pa, it's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> As Tess's own people down in those retreats are never tired of saying among, among each other in their fatalistic way, it was to be. What? No, like, absolutely not. There lay the pity of it. An immeasurable social chasm was to divide our heroine's personality thereafter. From So basically, yeah, he broke her personality and soul and probably destroyed her life with his penis. Wow, how was many of you were in it? Yeah, and um, right. yeah, ruins our heroine's personality thereafter from that previous self of hers who had first basically come to the Durbervilles. She's basically a broken woman now. And it's quite sad because it's quite true because of the time, a lot of shit's going to happen to her and she's going to be called a slut and everything because she was raped. Yep. This oh is my why God. men are the worst. You wait, audience, until you hear about Angel Claire. Angel Claire. Spoiler alert. He ain't such a fucking angel. <laughs> oh my God. Why the fuck he's called Angel? Angel, like the character. And he's meant to be the good guy as well, Literally. isn't he? If I could get my fucking hands on him. I'm <laughs> so we could leave it there. It's a really happy note to leave it on. Isn't it is it? basically, as I said, this is episodic. So and we have been talking for an hour. That is the end of phase one, and I gotta edit this shit. <laughs> have fun. Have fun. Should we? Maybe we should say something so our audience don't go away super depressed about the fact poor Tess just got raped by a cunt. Times have changed. We they still have a lot of problems. If. A woman were to be raped under similar situations today. Most people wouldn't say, "Well, your ancestors probably raped someone, so you have sounded like you had it coming." Love. Yeah, that's definitely not an argument in court anymore. No, I mean, what she was wearing is still apparently a valid argument. <clears throat> muslin clad lady. What? Were you in muslin? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, we still have problems today with women's autonomy over their bodies and. Uh, Yes, all should be legal for all, just saying. And people actually respecting that rape is a crime, full stop. Yeah, there's a whole thing of like, why was I meant to control myself? If she was wearing a nice dress, how am I not meant to rape her? Exactly. By respecting that she's a human being and not being such an animalistic twat. Yeah, also, someone I knew years ago made this point to me. They're like, when you put all this blame on women, blame, blame, um, not only is it like horrible because it's blame that shouldn't be assigned to them, but also... How disrespectful is it also to men? Yeah, like, that you the... can't control your animal urges. Like, you're just this big old walking sex machine that yeah. has to have sex if they see it so much of a fucking nipple. Exactly. Like, do like, you not yourself. have a little bit more, like, respect? Like, we do have brains. We do know right from wrong. Literally, it's like, you can tell a dog no, and a dog will stop. Yeah. So you have less control and less brain cells than a dog, apparently. And that's how you're being represented in society. Literally, and like, then you have good. all these rules, uh, all these um, views on what men are. But then you also look who have the highest... Um, places in office and everything and so like, basically really be giving the places in office to these just wobbling sex machine, machine dogs <laughs> yeah like, they don't sound like they really have their shit together like exactly so in the point i'm trying to make is the patriarchy hurts everyone yes <laughs> so... 
Down with the patriarchy. So, yes, uh, please join us uh, whenever we release another one of these. Yes. Don't rape people. Oh, God, don't rape people. And also, I'm not going to say don't get raped, because, you know, that's not your, that, that's, that's not your, in, in your control. People that's not on, on you. Um, don't rape people. Don't rape people. And also, when you're saying someone's fit, don't point out their childlike features. Yeah, that's gross, mate. Jesus fucking Christ. Don't marry people 39 years. Just see, um, see, no. Well, senior or junior goes both yeah. ways. Yeah. All right. Pedos. Peace out.